If a partner cheated, I would ask myself, what did I do wrong for my partner to lead us straight? I've cheated on my ex, so I can vouch firsthand. Nearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, as one of my uncredited online friends said, get in the bin juice of Australian reality TV. And you know what that means, at least this week. It's Married at First Sight, otherwise known as MAFS. Favourite physical feature in a partner, eyes and teeth, 100%. There's nothing better than a girl that can look at you and smile and you know she's got a smile that just basically teeth are in your face. And then the eyes, I want them to be able to cut through me like a knife through butter. My name's Lucy May. I'll be your MC for these proceedings. First things, I'm recording this on Rwandari land. The patron saint of this podcast is Kieran Stott of Angie's Bachelorette season. And I was unable to convince anyone to co-host this with me, which I refuse to examine deeply. If you're unfamiliar with maths, well, fix your life first up. But it is a reality show where couples are matched up by experts, relationships experts, and I think we probably use that term fairly loosely given the outcome of 98% of these matches. And then the couples meet each other at the altar. It was originally a Danish series. I haven't watched, I haven't watched any other countries. I've only watched Australia. And um, the first few seasons of Australia, they only had a few couples, maybe four, and they met in consecutive weeks of the show but the last couple of weeks there's been a lot more 10 couples and they I think they all meet in the first episode it goes about as well as you'd think this would um sometimes you can tell when they turn around at the altar that all but there have been a couple of notable exceptions I think maybe one or two couples are still together out of the I don't know hundred that have done it um famously Jules and Cam uh, red-headed Jules and pretty lady and um, Cam the little pocket rocket Mark Ruffalo type they're from last season in Australia they're still together and I think they got married for real at the end of the year after getting fake married on the show and there might be one other I think but that's you know that's not really why we're here maths is disgusting and it's also fascinating and sometimes it gives you those little feels that you have at the start of a relationship that you think, oh, could this, oh, mm. and most of the time it's just pure disgusting drama though. They tend to cast people who are a mix of either pretty low-key normal and then some just lunatics. Um, then you get guys like Mike from last season who just... Apparently he has a podcast, so definitely listen to that. Uh, that anyway, I'll go in. We'll get into him later, or in other episodes probably. Um, and then people like Cyrell from last season, who is just truly unhinged. That fruit bowl smashing incident will never be forgotten. Uh, she's apparently having a baby with Eden from Love Island, Australia. So she's really into crossing over those reality TV Marvel universes. Look, I have an issue with myself for watching these shows, but it's just that there's they're so hopeful at the start and then you get that second act, oh, shit, 
And I don't know, look, I imagine that some of these feelings might be why you watch the show too. And I'd be very interested to know that. Um, you can reach me on nearly beloved podcast at gmail.com. I want this to be the start of the rest of my life. I'll tell you what, you need to watch the 2020 Maths um, season trailer that's on Nine Now. First up, this creepy music, and they are really running with a bit of a midsummer vibe. That horror film from last year that is extra freaky because all this horrible stuff happens in the midnight under the midnight sun of a Scandinavian <laughs> summer. It's this is bizarre. This trailer, get into it on the Nine Now website. There are these little intro videos with everyone. Uh, there's twenty of them because there's twenty contestants. Or oh, no, the experts keep calling them participants in an experiment. We know what the experiment is and it's how awful is the Australian viewing public, myself included. Anyway, I won't go through all of them because I tried the other night and like that's 40 minutes of watching these people apparently sitting in a hotel lobby having a chat in their wedding outfits. Um, Kieran Stott, aforementioned patron saint of this uh, podcast, I read an interview with him where he talked about working with the in-house stylist at Bachelorette and um, of course we know Kieran from all those looks, just hitting look after look after look, the red velvet suit, the floral tuxedo, the cable net sweater, amazing, sipping tea in that, the braids, the nose that he fixed, the lovely untoxic masculinity. Um, He said that he said to the stylist, "Um, I don't want to look like a real estate agent I'm telling you, that stylist was not working on this series. (laughs) These guys all look the same. They really all look the same. Anyway, some of the dresses are pretty. It'll be interesting to see if these are actually the ones they wear at the altar. What I'm going to do is just pull out a couple of quotes for you and then also um, maybe mention some massive red flags or maybe who seems to indicate just a couple of little red flags i need a bang on smile i need light eyes and i think men's back muscles let you know that god is real (laughs) i feel like amanda might talk the talk of being this highly functional person uh she's a personal life coach or something um but i feel like she might bring some drama David, I am not into this guy, the way he's sitting with his arms over at the back of the chair. Um, Jonathan with two E's. Um, I mean, I know you can't blame, some, usually can't blame someone for their own name. It's always the parents' fault. Um, but as Tim Gunn would say, I'm concerned. In terms of who's going to be interesting, I like Tash. I reckon she's fun. Natasha, the way she's <laughs> reclining and talking with her hands, I like that. Um, Haley too. She's definitely got a vibe that she's going to be talk of the town. In terms of people who seem nice, Connie seems really lovely. Um, I feel... Oh, Michelle, I like her. I feel like Connie could be a good match with this guy, Chris, who's kind of a biggish muscly-ish quietish guy he didn't really have a quote to pull out um or he could be good with Stacy who is um she's really beautiful um a bit Instagrammy looking in terms of what Gia Tolentino talks about in the New Yorker recently shout out um 
but she she's really beautiful she's got two little kids and and I feel like maybe she's been hurt in the past and she kind of needs a solid kind guy and I feel like maybe they might match her with Chris or Josh or maybe Luke but I don't know if Luke would be her physical type Poppy has a bit of a Melissa from last year vibe although that might just be the hair I don't know Mikey he says in an intro that's a minute long that he's a boarding school guy that is waving a little bit of a red flag for me um Michael I don't like Michael he's this guy who talks about not being here to promote protein powder or teeth whitener because his teeth are white already um I reckon that's exactly why he's here or he's here and he's going to be one of those people that's sorry if you're offended by something he says (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm picking two things eyes and a smile eyes are the windows and the smile is kind of a gate of course, John, the relationship expert in here in their little video, um, well, after talking about how there's several vulnerable people on the show and and another one of the experts says that too, that the doctor lady, um, some, this concerns me about the duty of care of this show towards people. Um, there was a bit of talk about like massive pylons last year with um, Innes, obviously after the Sam and Bronson debacle. Um, and others. Um, so I don't know. Well, anyway, I'm just going to keep on watching. In the in the experts video, um, John mentions that this season we have our first lesbian couple, and I guess time will tell whether that's going to be the TV equivalent of your auntie Vera at Christmas saying, oh, "Your friend Josh is gay, isn't he? He should meet my hairdresser's son." They'd have a lot in common. Of course, this season we also have the return of Elizabeth, Lizzie, uh, who had a absolute shitter of a season last time in Australian maths, uh, infamously paired with notorious Ding Dong Sam, who copped off with uh, Innes and, yeah, he was just pretty dismal. Hopefully she gets paired with someone better this year. She's not in these promo videos because apparently she comes in as an intruder bride, which sounds pretty great. At first glance, and not making huge assumptions, but this cast seems pretty strikingly white yet again. Um, If you have any insider baseball knowledge about the casting process for maths, I would love to know. Is it just the cohort of applicants or is it you know Australia my friends and family reactions were such a mixed bag of lollies in future episodes I'm planning to delight you with some background on how I came to be a fully 36 year old woman uh, who watches a frankly shocking amount of reality tv especially dating shows and all of those hours that could of course otherwise be directed towards family my work partner, friends, my small child, my elderly grandmother. I'm not scared of going to jail. Um, I get fed in jail. So uh, we'll leave it there tonight because, of course, I think I'm releasing this on the afternoon of the day, the night that math starts for this season. So really continuing form as anyone who would expect me, <laughs> who knows me would expect. Um, I I think I've convinced some pretty great people to be guests on future episodes, so we'll see how that pans out. 
But apart from that, if you've listened this far, marry me. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, tell me what you'd like to hear, uh, what you liked or didn't like about this and how many hot blonde brothers with neck tattoos you think will become the breakout stars of this season of maths. Um, again, I'm on nearlybelovedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, thanks to everyone who helped me. I am that I have no idea what I'm doing ancient meme dog dog meme from a while ago. And I now pronounce this podcast finished. Finished.